And today we're going to talk about the three limiting beliefs that I had to work through in order to generate my first $5,000 in business. And like I mentioned in the, in the last episode, we're going to be talking a lot more about money and sales and business and growth and all that stuff this year, because I really want to see you take things to the next level, right? A lot of people have run businesses and they have dreams of one day, someday making it this empire and having a lot of money and impact and all these things. But the way you get to achieve the, that someday, one day goal is by walking in that direction today. Hey, you're listening to the How to Turn Your Goals into Reality podcast, where I firmly believe that your wildest dreams are 100% possible. My name is Teresa, and I'm obsessed with goal setting for results, using systems to make it easier, mastering neuroscience to transform your life, and helping you to figure out how to get your life to work for you. So I'm a city chick who started an online business with two kids under two years old. And yes, I know I was crazy. <laughs> and I created $4,000 in less than 14 days. But that, my friend, was just the beginning. Since then, I've been able to multiply that by helping people just like you to create an impact in the world while living their purpose. And here, I teach you proven strategies and best kept secrets to building a life that is aligned with your vision and helping you to blaze a trail to your unique destiny. Miss an opportunity to keep it real? <laughs> Never. Success and failure mixed with a lot of business plus audacious goal setting while trying to figure out motherhood and purpose are all a few things that we talk about here. So how about you think about this as your one-stop shop, the place that you go to, to spend time with your inner circle and to be around like-minded, ambitious trailblazers who are committed to living a life full of purpose and impact no matter what. Grab your favorite notebook, pour a glass of your favorite bottle of Moscato, and get ready to be challenged, inspired, and moved to action. This is where you come to listen, learn, change, and grow. Let's dive in. All right. And just like that, we are back for another episode of the How to Turn Your Goals into Reality podcast. So if you follow me on the gram, then you know that I batch created a ton of goodies, a ton of episodes for you so that you could get fresh nuggets of wisdom every single week without having to worry about whether or not there was going to be something good coming out the kitchen. Okay. Because, you know, sometimes life just gets busy, especially like I shared last week, there was a death in the family. And so it's easy to just be weighed down, bogged down and distracted by everything that's going on because that's just one of many, right? There's, there's always something happening. And if, honestly, if I chose to slow down every time that something happened in life, I would get nothing done. My business wouldn't be where it is. My relationships wouldn't be what they are. My kids wouldn't have me as a solid, grounded mom, and my life would be totally different. So, I am super duper grateful for the lessons that I got to get through my life that helped me to become grounded, focused, and determined so that I could show up in this way for you here today. 
And today we're going to talk about the three limiting beliefs that I had to work through in order to generate my first $5,000 in business. And like I mentioned in the, in the last episode, we're going to be talking a lot more about money and sales and business and growth and all that stuff this year, because I really want to see you take things to the next level, right? A lot of people have run businesses and they have dreams of one day, someday making it this empire and having a lot of money and impact and all these things. But the way you get to achieve the, that someday, one day goal is by walking in that direction today. And so if you are not seeing a healthy cash flow in your business month after month, then you're going to want to download this episode because I'm giving you the principles, the underlying foundational things that help you to create success in your business. And you know that we, all of the things that we do is from the inside out. And that's why we're starting with the beliefs. So we all know that how you see the way that you perceive things determines your experience. And so the same is true about relationships, money, goals, and our business. This means the reason that you haven't been able to progress beyond a specific point in your life or your business is connected to the way that you see that thing. And the way that you see it, the way that you perceive it, the way that you understand it is connected to your beliefs about that thing. So for example, if you believe that money is evil, then how are you going to create it in your business? Right? Because the truth is money is not evil. Money is a tool. Some people use it for evil and some people use it for good. And God even tells us that it's the love of money that is the root of all evil. Money itself is not evil, but the love of money is the root of all evil. When we fall in love with money, when we make money our idol, when we choose to sacrifice everything for the sake of money, then we get into problems. Then we fall into dangerous waters, right? So money itself is a tool and having a lot of it means that you can do more good. It means that you can meet more needs. It means that you can have a bigger impact, right? And that's not to say that you need money in order to be impactful. No, everybody starts with zero. When I started my business, I had zero dollars. How was I going to create an impact? How was I going to grow my sales? How was I going to meet my goals? I had to learn. I had to go through the process. It's the same for everyone. We all start with zero. And so neuroscience confirms that our self-talk, whether destructive, helpful, truth-centered, lie-centered, productive, edifying, or harmful, is 100% connected to our choices. So the choices we make shape our experiences in life and ultimately create who we become and who we are today. All, every choice that we've made in the past helped us to get to where we are today. Think about it. The school you went to was your choice and that helped you to become who you are. The person you married was your choice and that helped you to become who you are. The friends that you are around, the people that you call your friends, your inner circle, those people shape who you are. Your environment helps to shape you. And so if you don't like who you are, where you are, or what's going on in your life, 
you have an opportunity to make new choices. You have an opportunity to do something different. If you don't begin to make healthy choices that align with where you want to go, with who you want to be, how do you expect to get there? It's simple stuff, but I understand that it's sometimes difficult to make those decisions and to make those changes. So take your time, take your time, trailblazer, but don't take forever. Take your time and be diligent, be thoughtful about the choice that you're making and choose things, people, and a life that aligns with who you want to be because your choices matter. Your choices shape your experience and they ultimately create who you become. So if you want your business to grow or your life to change for the better, then you're going to want to download this episode and keep it in your back pocket because you're going to need to return to it at some point or another. So most people who struggle to achieve their goals are trying to motivate themselves to the point where they're able to be consistent, right? They work from a to-do list. They try their best to become more disciplined by implementing new habit stacking routines and they aim for balance and they're open to doing affirmations here and there. And they do everything they know to do to create success in their life. But the problem is, that none of these activities, none of these routines actually address the root cause of what's preventing them from being successful. Because success is not a result of what you do. It's a result of who you are. And that's, this is, I, there was an episode that I recently did with Rebecca Laura, The Power of Intentions. We talked about the power of intentions. The episode was called Setting Intentions That Don't Work, Try This. And I'll include that episode in the show notes on, on the website. And we talked about embodying the characteristics and the beliefs and the affirmations that you are declaring, because it's not just about telling yourself, I am success, or I am committed, or I am diligent. It's about actually embodying that because we can say, I am fill in the blank all day. I am love. I am hope. I am humility. I am peace. But if we don't actually open ourselves up to become that, if we don't actually make changes in our life that align with that outcome, then we're never going to experience it. And then we're going to say affirmations don't work. Daily declarations don't work. Doing all this stuff doesn't work. And it's true. It doesn't. What works is you becoming this thing. When I, back in the day, when I was declaring I'm a trailblazer, trailblazer T. I wasn't just saying it in my head and telling myself I'm a trailblazer, I'm a trailblazer, I'm a trailblazer. I was saying it because I knew who I was. I knew that within me, I am a trailblazer. I know where this is all going. This is bigger than what I see right here, right now, today. And it's even bigger than meeting sales goals and having a lot of money. It's way bigger than what we see right now, bigger than having a ton of followers, bigger than being on other podcast shows and speaking at summits and all these great opportunities that I get. It's awesome. It's beautiful. I'm grateful for it. But Trailblazer T is not here. This is where T is. But Trailblazer T is out in the world establishing orphanages, adopting orphans, making a difference in people's lives outside of 
what's happening in the business because that's effective too. That's a part of it. Helping people in the business and getting helping them to get transformation and helping them to become trailblazers, that's all awesome and it's all necessary. But it doesn't end here. This is not the, the whole picture. And it's the same for you. And that's why doing these affirmations and embodying these characteristics is what's going to make the biggest difference. It's not just about saying, I am disciplined. No, if you are disciplined, then what does discipline look like in your life today? If you are organization, then what does organization look like in your life today? If you are humility and love, then what does that look like in your life today, right now? And that's what's going to create the biggest difference for you. So if you get nothing else from this episode, then I hope that you took notes on that. I hope that you got that. And if you didn't, rewind it, rewind, play it back and listen to what I just said about embodying your I am declarations and the things that you aspire to be because that's what's going to bring you to the next level this year. When I started doing all the things that I mentioned before, right? The struggling goal getter has a list of to-do things and they try their best to become more disciplined and they're trying habit stacking routines and they're reading a ton of books and they're going to conferences and talking to people and doing all kinds of stuff. And I know this to be true because it's what I see so many of my clients do. It's what I see my friends doing. And it's also what I did. So there's no heat, no judgment, right? I was there. I get it. And doing all these things just adds busyness to your life, but it doesn't actually move the needle. It doesn't help you to actually align with the bigger picture of what you want to create. And so one of those things on the progress needle is managing your thoughts and being able to overcome your limiting beliefs. So I'm going to share three of the top limiting beliefs that I had to work through in order to generate my first $5,000 in my business. And now as we work through these beliefs, I want you to think of your biggest, most audacious goal that people would laugh at if you told them you were going to pursue it. And whether it has to do with business or not is irrelevant. You're going to think of this goal because as we work through these beliefs, you're going to ask yourself, one, is this something that I believe to be true? And if it is, you have some work to do. And two, am I open to a new perspective or way of addressing these beliefs? If you're not open to a new perspective, then this is not the episode for you. You might as well turn it off right now because you're wasting your time. There's no point in listening to this full episode just to get to the end and say, I disagree with the whole thing. I don't want to hear it. I don't, I don't believe it. It's all wrong. Because that in itself is a belief. That in, and we don't realize this, but science has shown, neuroscience has shown that we, we don't recognize our beliefs as beliefs. We just see them as the truth. We see it as the way that it is. So people who say life is hard, they don't see that as a belief. They see it as this is a fact. Life is hard. Anything that I try to do always fails. Whenever I try to get ahead, I always fall back two steps. Life is hard. But the way that we can decipher between what is true and what is not true is because truth is universal. Truth is a fact for everybody. So if life was hard, if that was a fact, then life would be hard for everybody. Everyone would have the experience that when I take, when I try to take a step up, I, I fall two steps behind. And I can tell you right now, that is not my experience. That is not my life, right? And many others will tell you that is not their life as well because it's not true. 
Number three, over the over three months, what is it costing you to allow this belief to continue to grow in your life? So these are the three things you're going to consider as you listen to this episode. One, is this something that I believe? And if yes, am I willing to do the work? Two, am I open to a new perspective and a new way of addressing this belief? And three, over three months, what is the cost of allowing this belief to grow in my life? You ready? Here we go. So belief number one, I don't know what I'm doing. Have you ever said this to yourself? Have you ever thought, yo, straight up, I have no idea what I'm doing here. If you said no, you're lying because we've all had this thought in one area or another, right? Whether it had to do with starting a business or becoming healthier or managing your money better or getting out of debt, we all, we all have said to ourselves at one point or another, I have no idea what I'm doing. First time parents, I have no idea what I'm doing. Entering into a marriage, I have no idea what I'm doing. So cooking for the first time, yep, no idea, <laughs> right? This is how it works. When we get into something, when we're working towards something for the first time, we don't know what we're doing and that's okay. But here's the thing. Is it possible for you to be successful even if you don't know what you're doing? I remember when I jumped on my first ever high ticket sales call with a potential client who was interested in working with me. Hey, Trailblazer. No matter where you're at, you're in the perfect position to get to your next milestone. It's really just a matter of putting one foot in front of the other and actually doing the work. So people often ask me, Yo T, what are you doing differently that allows you to crush bigger and bigger goals without neglecting yourself, your family, and the things that matter to you? And I find it really funny because a lot of people think that it boils down to mastering just one thing. <laughs> oh, how I wish this was true, but it's not. It's a few key things that have a major impact on everything else. And if you're missing or not doing these things, then you won't see the success with your goals that you're hoping for. So over the next few weeks on May the 23rd, I am teaching my students exactly what I do differently that allows me to crush bigger goals every year. And I'll be showing you the principles behind why it works. So I'm hosting this training in just a few weeks. And if you're wondering, it's absolutely free. So you can head over to TeresaForever.com slash goals and reserve your spot for this live training class because it's going down. And I can't wait to hang out with you. Sales call with a potential client who was interested in working with me. And I had no idea of the term sales call. That's how out of this business lingo and this business world I was. I had no training whatsoever. So I didn't know that I was jumping into a quote unquote sales call. I just knew that this person signed up to speak with me about one of my programs. And so, whoop, here I am. Let's have the conversation, right? And so I was super excited, super pumped with adrenaline and ready to just answer their questions and help them to figure out if this was a good fit for them. 
And it wasn't until I started reading sales books and engaging in sales conversations with other coworkers. And when I say coworkers, I mean like colleagues, other people in the business space, in the online world, that I realized that I actually had a sales funnel and I actually was doing sales calls, right? I was helping them, people who jumped on the phone with me to understand what the offer was and if it aligned with what where they wanted to go and, and the, the ways that they felt they needed support. And so initially when I started running my business, the underlying belief was that because I had never done this before, therefore I lacked experience, which meant that I sucked and I didn't know what I was doing. And here's the thing, when working towards a goal, how much experience do you actually need in order to be effective? Or think about this. How much experience do you need in order to create progress or momentum? Not a whole lot, right? You don't need to be a rocket scientist in order to achieve your next milestone. You don't need to be a rocket scientist in order to create $500 in your business. You don't need to be a rocket scientist in order to create $50 in your business. It's not about knowing everything because there are multiple ways to create $500 in your business, right? There are multiple ways to create $50, $100, $200. There are so many ways to create money. But what you want to know, what you want to get crystal clear on is how you want to create that money, what you're going to sell to create that money, who you're selling it to, and how many people you get to talk to in order to create that money. That's how simple it is. We make it about running ads and having a thousand followers and having a huge email list and all these other things. But all it's about is talking to, gathering your people, talking to them, building a relationship with them, helping them get what they want through your offers, through the things that you sell, okay? The things that you create. So here's something you can try. Be honest with yourself and answer this. Am I doing my best? Right now today with the resources that I have, with the connections that I have, with the knowledge that I have, am I doing my best? Two, what do I need to know and apply in order to achieve my next step? What do I need to know and apply in order to get to the next place? And this will help you to get closer to your goals. Third question to ask, what characteristics will I embody that support me in my effort to get this done. Because it's not just about talking about it all day and listening to more podcast episodes and trying to hype yourself up to be more disciplined. It's about just embodying the characteristics that you need in order to complete what you said you're going to complete. All right? So belief number two, there are people who are better at this than me. Now listen, if you're just getting started or if you haven't been doing the work for as long as they have, then there will be a bunch of people who are better at this than you. 
and there should be, right? This belief is rooted in fear, the fear of failure, a lack of self-trust, and a lack of trust in your strategy. It's all rooted in fear. So when we tell ourselves this belief, it sounds like this. They're better than me. Other people are already doing this. Will it even matter? Or will this even make a difference? And here's the thing. People who have been doing it for longer, and I mean actually doing it. When I say like doing the work, I mean putting in what is required to get the result that you want. There are people who have done it. There are people who will do it after you. It's just going to keep happening. And they don't need to stop in order to create space for you. There is more than enough space. You just need to join the party, right? People could say, oh, there's so many speakers in the world. I don't need to go and give a keynote. Well, sure, you don't need to, but do you want to? Is it a desire? Do you have the gift? Because your gift makes room for you. Your gift opens doors for you. Your gift brings opportunities to you. But if you don't use that gift, if you don't put in the work, if you don't actually do what is required, then you're not going to experience the benefit of having that gift. You're not going to experience the benefit of sharing that gift with others. And so if this is the belief that you wrestle with, you can ask yourself, is it possible for me to do what I do as best as I can right now? What is one way that I can improve my skills right now? Is there a technique I can practice? Are there resources or cheat sheets that I can use to improve my process? And how can I simplify my way of doing things and then master it? These questions help you to get crystal clear on your 5% activities so you can stop trying to do everything and focus on the top producing things that matter, okay? The last belief is this. I don't have control over my destiny. Man, this one is so popular. I hear it everywhere. It's in everything. And I used to believe this as well. I used to believe that I have no control over how this turns out, right? My destiny is set by God or the universe. I am not in control of my life. How many times have you said these things to yourself? And I get why a lot of people find this belief challenging to work through. They don't even see it as a belief because in our culture, it's so prevalent and it's easier to take the responsibility off of ourselves and assign it to God or the universe, that way, if I fail, it's not due to my poor performance, lack of planning, lack of strategic strategy or self-control. No, it's due to fate. Fate had it all planned out. And if I succeed, it's because it was all meant to be. All the stars aligned, the time was right, and everything worked out. Can you hear how unhealthy and not rooted in truth, this belief is. Now, again, remember what a belief is. A belief is something that we see as being true. And so if we believe that this is true, that we don't have any control over our life or our destiny, then this allows for us to do things that rid us of the consequence of our decisions and our actions. So we can say, hey, I didn't achieve my goals because it wasn't meant to be. Maybe I'm not cut out for this. I have no control over my life. Therefore, there's no point in even trying. 
This is so far from true because God gives us self-control and he will never force us to do anything or to achieve anything or to go anywhere if we don't want to. His whole thing is that he invites us to partner with him in the vision that he shows us, but he doesn't do our work for us and he doesn't make us put in the work. It's a choice because it's an invitation. So when we get a brilliant idea from God, or when we envision a glorious future for ourselves, this idea is not a guarantee. It's not a license for success. It's not saying, hey, boom, here's your, here's your, your pass. Now go and be successful. No, it's a picture of what's possible if we're willing to do the work, if we're willing to commit to the process. And the work is not hustling your butt off until your body is buried in the ground, right? It's not working 500-hour days. The most important work that you will have has nothing to do with the external effort at all. The foundation of all success starts with you. You, the trailblazer listening to this episode. You, the person who wakes up and, and brushes your teeth every morning. You, the goal getter, aspiring to make an impact in the world. So think about it. Before world-class athletes win championships, they practice by playing against the best on their team. Think about LeBron James. Think about Kobe Bryant. I've watched so many like documentaries and episodes and interviews with those guys. They are focused on being the best. And so they are able to achieve that goal by playing with the best. You can't even get into the NBA without becoming one of the best basketball players, right? And before they step into the gym to play against each other, which proves that iron sharpens iron, right? When you chill with people who are better than you, wiser than you, smarter than you, you become better, wiser, smarter, this is why I am very careful about who's in my inner circle. And I don't allow just anyone to provide counsel. Because one, you got to know someone in order to hold them accountable and sharpen them and all that stuff. If you don't know them, then how do you know that what you're saying is adding value? If you don't understand the circumstances and the situations in their life, how can you say anything of value? You can guess and assume, but that's not really effective. That's not the wise way to go about establishing a relationship with anyone. And so they spend a lot of time with each other, which proves that iron sharpens iron. And they spend time building their physical stature. So they hit the weights, they do cardio and all that jazz, and they make sure to eat nutritional food that helps them to become the best. So we've all seen the documentaries. We know this. Okay. Before they hit the gym, what do they do? We know, and we've all had those moments. Right before gym time, we have a million reasons why today would be the perfect day to skip the gym. You don't think professional athletes have the same temptation? <laughs> of course, of course they do because they're human, right? Muhammad Ali said he constantly told himself, I am the best before he ever was. He was brain priming. This is a neuroscience term, and it means that 
when we practice envisioning a picture over and over and over and over and over again in our mind, when we practice telling ourselves something over and over and over and over and over and over in our mind, we are teaching ourselves that this is reality. This is the truth. This is what it is. And your brain begins to find ways to make that true. It finds confirmation for that thing. This is why when you go out and you say, I want a Jeep Grand Grand Cherokee, when you're driving around, all you see is a Jeep Grand Cherokee. When you tell yourself, hey, I want an infinity, when you're driving around, you start seeing infinities everywhere. You tell yourself, I want a Tesla, you start seeing Teslas everywhere. Because your brain finds a way to make it possible. That's how brilliant God made you. That's the incredible tool that you have working on your behalf, built into you, hardwired into you. It's insane. Learn about your brain. Study neuroscience. It's insane what what you're capable of doing when you set your mind to one thing. So when he didn't feel like training or boxing or going to fight against a fight in another game or against another opponent, the vision compelled him to get up and do it. Because he knew that in order for me to be great, in order for me to become the best, then I got to show up as the best, right? It was a standard that governed his decisions. And he knew that he had to train like the best, he had to eat like the best, he had to work out like the best, he had to be around the best. And it wasn't in comparison to other athletes. No, he was the standard. He was the best of the best of the best, not compared to any of the boxers of his time, it was just in his head, I am the best. So we know that based on science, everyone's body needs different, has different nutritional needs. And so if I was a boxer and I wanted to be be the best, I couldn't go around eating what Muhammad Ali ate because it would, it wouldn't be good for me. It would be self-destructive. It'd probably, probably be too many calories, way too much food in general, and I probably wouldn't enjoy it because it's his palate is different from mine. I can eat healthy food that tastes good for me and that's good for my body. But I probably wouldn't enjoy the things that he had because based on my body, my frame, my palate, my gender and all that stuff, my nutritional needs are different. And so now if you have struggled with this, then you want to ask yourself, what is the vision that I have for my life? What is the vision? Where are you going? Two, what are three things I can do this week to get closer to the fulfillment of this vision? Three, out of the three things, which one will I do today? And then you get to get to it, Trailblazer. So this episode was not just to entertain or to hang out with you. And believe me, I love doing both. Okay. This episode was to awaken your inner Trailblazer. And to challenge you to overcome the crippling beliefs that cause 92% of people to fail with their goals. So if you have been in a rut with your goals or are ready to see a major transformation in yourself this year, then I want you to do two things. First, download and save this episode so you can apply it to your life over the next 12 weeks. And then secondly, I want you to join me in this live three-day training that I know you heard the commercial for. And it's starting on May the 23rd, all right? So you already heard all the details. All you got to do is go to TeresaForever.com slash goals, and you will be able to save a seat to attend this live free event. I promise you, 
it will be worth every minute of your time because you know that I'm here to love, support, and challenge you. So everything that I do is with the intention of helping you to achieve the things that you desire to achieve. And so if you are serious, if you are committed, if you are, if achieving your goals this year is a non-negotiable, then you got to join me in this training because I'm going to walk you through the things that I do differently that allow for me to achieve my goals and to achieve bigger and bigger goals every single year. All right. I love you. I mean it. And I wish you nothing but the best. We'll chat in the next one.